I've heard it said you steer where you stare. We are bombarded daily with voices vying for our attention. And if we fill our days and minds with Netflix and social media feeds, we can get off track pretty quick. That's why I developed a 30-day music challenge. Listen to Christian music exclusively for 30 days. The challenge is free, and I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Head over to michellenizette.com forward slash 30-day challenge to sign up. Change your music, change your life. You're listening to More Than a Song? Episode 140. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio, to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. I really, really, really don't want my faith to be academic. I want it to be real and applied and life-changing. And the wonderful things that God has given me to share with all of you have been just that for me, life-changing. However, there is a time when what you've learned must be put to the test, and that happened for me this week. Um, as you may imagine, the to hour it takes many, many hours to put together the podcast every week. And I don't know about you, but sometimes things don't go quite as planned and a week gets fuller than you expected. I mean, I hope that's not just me. I hope you can say, yes, I hear you. And that, that really happened to me this week. You see, at my full-time job, we had two evening meetings. I had a Monday evening meeting and a Tuesday evening we- meeting. And then on Wednesday, my, my middle school daughter had an all-day-into-the-evening cross-country meet. Um, so we didn't even get home till 8.30. So I cooked dinner one night this week. <laughs> and we had a meal together as a family at the same table, but just one night. And then the next night, we're all in different directions again with football games and sleepovers. And needless to say, I had no margin this week. And I really had spent a good deal of time in the scripture throughout the week preparing, trying to prepare for the podcast. But then as the week wore on, I just never felt like it had anything to do with what God wanted me to share on the podcast. So I felt like I was back at square one. So I reached out to my friends and I asked them to pray for me that God would give me wisdom and inspiration and honestly make time that was not in existence. Um, Like stop the sun, if you don't mind, Lord. And you know what one of them suggested? To skip a week of the podcast. And my listeners would understand. Um, insert audible gasp here, right? I am so type A that to be honest with you, I just blew her off. Um, I didn't, I mean, not, I didn't, not in an ugly sort of way, but I just thought, oh yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) But then another friend texted me and said this. She said, I bet it would speak more to your listeners if you pulled out the Johnny Diaz episode, Breathe. Isn't that where you are? Isn't it an opportunity to share with the listeners God's grace as we run the race? Why, yes, friend, it is such an opportunity. And so do you know what I did after that? After I got that text and I decided to, uh, I agreed with her. I said, okay, I'm going to take this path. I breathed. I put away my writing and I listened to a political speech with my husband and we had a great discussion afterward. I went with my husband and girls to the Sweet Dough Pie Festival. Y'all. It's a Cajun thing. Sweet dough pies are delicious. If you've never had one, you're really missing out. And we wandered around the festival, and (laughs) Meredith spent 30 minutes at one necklace uh, booth. But I was able to enjoy it with her. I breathed. 
We welcomed my husband's father and his uncle over for coffee and a chat, and I was able to stay in the kitchen and visit with them instead of sneaking off to write. I breathed, and I went back and reread the area of Scripture that I had been in. By the way, I was Judges chapters 13 through 16, for those of you who are wondering. And, and I didn't even worry about what I needed to write about it. I just pondered it for myself. And I breathed, and I went to an LSU football game with friends, and we won, go Tigers, and got stuck in traffic for four hours. It was an 8 o'clock game. It didn't even end till midnight. We got home, we got home uh, at 3 a.m. But I, had, I knew I had created margin, so I breathed. We slept in, enjoyed coffee, and watched some cooking shows this morning as a family. Uh, I had a great conversation with my 13-year-old, made cookies with my 9-year-old, and even added some words to the manuscript of the book that I'm writing, and I breathed. So friend, I hope you take the same opportunity. Sit at the feet of Jesus and breathe. Listen to this episode replay for the first time, maybe. Listen to it again or skip it all together. I give you permission. Whatever you do, slow down and breathe. Alarm clock screaming, bare feet hit the floor. It's off to the races, everybody out the door. I'm feeling like I'm falling behind. It's a crazy life. us to continue to push harder, go faster, get more, do more, hashtag hustle, and then to celebrate our perpetual state of discontentment with addictions to things that make us feel numb, like drugs and alcohol, or addictions to things like fitness to make us feel powerful and control, or I've known some who seem to be addicted to the drama and anxiety that comes with the hustle. Well, I believe it is a deep-seated lie, honestly, that the enemy has so craftily woven into our societies. Now, I know I have many international listeners out there, and so I can't speak to your specific culture. But in America, we pride ourselves in our self-sufficiency, or at least historically we did, and always doing more and accomplishing more and more, 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 more. So when I think of discontent, not a holy discontent, but a fleshly discontent. Discontent. You see, the um, the difference is when God is disturbing or disquieting our soul to move and to make some changes, then that's holy discontent. But when we're stuck in comparison with others or trying to live up to some random standard that others have placed on us or that we've placed on ourselves— Well, our our song says it in the second verse actually pretty well. The lyric says, I'm busy, 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 and it's no surprise to see that I only have time for me, me, me. That is fleshly discontent. And when you are discontented, you can't sit still. You feel like you should be doing something. But this song for me is calling me to be content 
in Jesus and just breathe. I'm not going to unpack it today, but if you want to see some characters in the Bible, you can explore on your own. Inspired by this song, I I would ask you to go check out Martha, Mary and Martha in Luke chapter 10. They are sisters. And simply, God's word says, Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. Just breathe, Martha. Mary shows us how. So let's do that. Let's sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to what he has to teach us through his word. Through the words recorded by his own apostle Paul in Philippians. Because Paul claims to have discovered a secret to being content. Paul says he knows the secret to being satisfied to the point where he is not disturbed or disquieted. Some of us live in a constant state of being disturbed and disquieted. And if that's you, then this one's for you. I'm going to go ahead and introduce this week's BITE, B-I-T-E, Bible Interaction Tool Exercise. I give you these exercises for several reasons. First, I want to give you new ways to interact with God's Word so that perhaps you'll get new results. I realize that the Bible is a daunting book. Actually, it's 66 books, and probably the biggest compilation of books you will ever take on in your lifetime. And what's the best way to eat a huge, overwhelming meal? Well, one bite at a time. So we we will use these bites, these Bible interaction tool exercises, to help you create new patterns of interacting with God's Word that will keep it fresh and exciting so that you will choose the path of Mary, that you will choose to sit at the feet of Jesus and breathe rather than scurrying around serving Jesus in a state of anxiousness. Now, the bite I share this week is the one I used to prepare for this week's podcast. I knew right away that I wanted to talk about being content, and I knew that Paul talked about it in Philippians chapter 4, so I headed over there. The thing is, is that when I'm in a state of being disturbed and disquieted, when I'm discontented and hustling and hurrying, I speed read the scripture, especially if I'm familiar with it. And the thing is, is that I memorized Philippians in my past life. I can't still quote it word for word, but I'm very familiar with it. So I used another bite, another Bible interaction tool exercise that I refer to often, and that is reading in a different translation that I'm used to. And I followed the main exercise that I'm going to challenge you to do this week. I wrote out the scripture by hand. So the key Bible interaction tool exercise this week is writing out the scripture by hand. You know, pencil and paper, notebook and pen, cursive or print, I don't care, but I wrote it out word for word and I used a translation that I'm not familiar with. I used the amplified version. Now, I chose to begin in Philippians 4 because that was the chapter that holds the verse about Paul learning the secret to being content. And I needed to slow down. And I knew that this Bible interaction tool exercise would do it for me. It would slow me down so that I would really read and process what I was reading. So I wrote it out by hand, Philippians chapter 4 in the Amplified Version. And that is where I got the words that I've already been using on this podcast. Just listen. In uh, chapter 4, it says, I have learned how to be content satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state 
I am in. I know how to be abased and live humbly in straightened circumstances, and I know also how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. I have learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation, whether well-fed or going hungry, having a sufficiency and enough to spare, or going without and being in want. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength to me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Now remember, I'm reading this section of scripture because it says that Paul has learned how to be content. And as of right now, I suppose he has a lot of margin. You know, He's got a lot of breathing room, so to speak, because he is in prison writing this letter. But he's not always been in prison, and he has a profound lesson to teach us. So let's slow down. What did our verse say? It says, I have learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation. What's the secret? Well, just a few episodes ago in episode 114, I talked about bumper sticker theology, and that is summing up the most profound elements of our deepest held beliefs in single verses or Christian platitudes. And an oft-quoted verse is, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And while that is true, I don't ever want you to look at this verse the same again, because I will never look at it the same again. Because that verse, my friends, is Paul's secret. Did you hear it when I read it the first time? He says it this way. I have learned to be content in whatever state I am. I have learned the secret of facing every situation. The secret is strength in Christ. So the key here is to be in Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me isn't just a nice verse to share on Instagram or bumper sticker theology. It is the key. It is the secret. Strength in Christ is the secret to being content in whatever state we are in. Now, content is not complacency. You, you must really understand the context of Paul's contentment. He's learned to be content when he's brought low or when he abounds. The, the Amplified that I just read said abased or live in plenty. He has learned to be content when he faced plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I think there's some really important lessons in there. I think sometimes we know we need to be content Um You know, when we're maybe in need, maybe when we're in need or we are hungry and Lord, just help us be content with what we have. But it's that secret to contentedness in abundance, too, or living in plenty, too, that we also need to learn. I'm reading a book entitled Margin, Restoring Emotional, Physical, Financial and Time Reserves to Overloaded Lives. It is by Dr. Richard Swenson. It's a good book. It's written from a perspective of a physician. So it's um, a lot different than some of the other books I've read on similar kinds of concepts or context. But the chapter uh, entitled Health Through Contentment blew my mind. I read it over a month ago, and it's just been simmering in me this whole time, ready to come out now, I guess, I suppose, for this podcast. But Dr. Swinson's main premise is that progress has not brought contentment. 
And he gives the example that before air conditioning in our cars, people drove around without air conditioning and were content. Now, he said it doesn't mean that they were not miserable in the heat, but they were content. It's so fascinating to me because this idea of isn't kind of being miserable, being discontent, but that, but, but he's right. You know, progress brought air conditioning and now if placed in, in the situation of our grandfathers driving around without air conditioning in the car, we would be miserable and extremely discontent. So um, again, progress has not necessarily brought contentment, even though it has brought comfort you know, maybe now we're no longer miserable, but it, it has not necessarily brought contentment. Dr. Swinson quotes J.I. Packer as saying, contentment is essentially accepting from God's hand what he sends because we know that he is, that he is good and therefore it is good. And um, Dr. Swinson says, contentment isn't the complacency that defeats any attempts to make things better, but instead the willingness to work tirelessly for improvement, clinging to God rather than results. You see, because I was, I'm the kind of person who always likes to think outside the box. I'm the type of person that likes to take things that are good and make them great. So this whole conversation about content kind of blew my mind because I was thinking, well, I don't want to be content because then I'm not striving for for new and better. You know, in my job, I, I would hope that they would want me to continue down this path of trying to make things better, trying to improve our school, trying to market it better, trying to draw and attract more more students, for example. But um, and on the podcast, I mean, I have all kinds of ideas. Of course, I don't have margin to be able to in- implement some of the ideas that I have. But some of my listeners have given me wonderful ideas of of kind of grouping some of my podcast episodes so that they can uh, easily determine which podcast episodes are in what sections of scripture. All that is ideas, progress, right? But the idea is not complacency. So it's not, contentment is not that you don't want to make things better, but it instead, it is clinging to God rather than the results. It is the strength in Christ that is my secret to my contentment. And uh, so Paul is not complacent. He is content. And again, the secret to his contentment is Jesus. It is the strength in Christ. You see, because whether to be content or discontent is a matter of will. You choose it. So why can I say that Paul was not complacent? Well, because just a few verses before this section, just over in chapter 3, he uses words like press on and straining forward. These are not words of complacency, but of laser focus. And I know that press on and straining forward just sounds a lot like hashtag hustle and doesn't lead us to breathe. But I think it all has to do with the subject of our quote unquote hashtag hustle life. Because Paul is pressing on and straining toward eternity, the ultimate goal of life with Christ forever. But I especially love verse 10. He says, for my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may be my, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. That's the secret, friends. The strength in Christ is found when we make it our determined purpose to know him. 
Are you progressively becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with him? The only way to do that is to stay in his word. You can do it. You must do it. Back to our Mary Martha example. Put down the dishes and go sit at his feet. Perhaps you must make some severe cuts to your daily commitments. Perhaps you must make some determined choices with your free moments. Less Facebook and more Philippians. Less Instagram and more Isaiah. Less Pinterest and more Peter. You can do it. It is an investment. It's an investment in your life, in this practice of digging in and staying in God's word is the secret to your content. Your ability to handle everything is Jesus. You will know him better and perceive and recognize and understand the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. No matter the circumstance, it will not disquiet you or disturb you. You will not give in to your anxious thoughts. You will breathe. You will sit at the feet of Jesus and thank him for all he has done and make your requests known to him. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And you will breathe. Remember where we started? This crazy self-sufficiency we talked about. Did you hear it when I read it in the Amplified Version? I just have to read it again. It says, I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength to me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. And that is all. So what's next? I encourage you to read Philippians all the way through. It is just four chapters. And then pick up this week's, follow this week's Bible interaction tool exercise and take chapter four in a translation that you're not familiar with and write it out by hand. Slow down, breathe, sit at the feet of Jesus. It is the secret to learn to be content. And while you're in God's word this week, let me know how you're doing. Email me, michelle at michellekneesat.com. You can hop on Twitter or Facebook and we can talk about what you're learning. I do love to get emails from my listeners. I do email you back. I get so excited when people are reporting and telling me their story and, and talking about what you're learning. It's really encouraging to me. So if you've been thinking about it, go ahead and do it. Shoot me an email, michelle at michellekneesat.com. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the replay of episode 116, Breathe by Johnny Diaz. And before I tell you what song will be featured next week, I want to shout out to Elizabeth from Ontario, Canada, Lauren from Arkansas, Lacey from Missouri, Jamie from South Carolina, Gay from Maryland, Jamie from Missouri, and Thomasina from Michigan. These are my newest subscribers to my website. Welcome. Now, the benefit of subscribing is that I will email you once a week. And in that email, you'll get a weekly memory verse resource to display on your smartphone, tablet, desktop, or you can even print it out. And you will also get an uh, email recap of the week's episode and instant access to any of the extra resources that I create from my episodes from time to time. All of that is just my way of saying thank you for listening. So head over to michellekneesat.com to subscribe today.
And then don't miss an episode of my podcast. You can subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And while you're there, leave me a written review and a star rating. I would really appreciate it. It encourages me, but it also helps me stay visible to new listeners. And as always, if you take the time to review my podcast, I will take the time to personally thank you right here on the podcast. Just like new to Smurfs who said, I was really impressed. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. Next week, I will use the song Chain Breaker by Zach Williams. So if you liked this episode, would you mind sharing it with others? I've made it really easy. With just one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. So head over to michellenizat.com forward slash 140. While you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.